0: Welcome to At the Table with Darlene.
1: Thank you for joining us at the table with Darlene. We are so glad to have you on the program today and that you are listening. It's always an honor to come to you. And and, uh, today we're excited because it's getting close to Thanksgiving Day, in fact, this is Thanksgiving season, probably a lot of you have your decorations up. I know Tiffany, my daughter who's sitting next to me, she has hers up, and, and uh, I don't know, do you have uh, Thanksgiving up at your home, Chris?
2: We have them up at the shop, but we do not have them at the house, mm-hmm. although adjusted by a thing of fresh garland, but we have no idea how to use it.
1: Hmm. Well, you have Christmas decorations
3: at the shop, right? Yeah, at
2: the shop we do. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you're your way... By
3: Thanksgiving decorations...
2: Oh, oh,, I didn't even know that was a thing, but yes, we have fall decorations of the house so. there you Same go thing. fall yeah. I think that's
1: yeah, that that's works. kind of what we've got at the church out here. Uh-huh. We've got some fall decorations, well, as you all know, then uh that Tiffany is here with us. she's sitting to my right. hello and we're glad you're here, and right across from her is her father, would you like to introduce him
3: yes the the very worldwide famous Daryl Rhodes, Pastor Daryl Rhodes, my dad. And we're happy to have him here tonight. He is our assistant, assistant. executive director.
0: Yeah, assistant director.
3: Assistant director. Yeah. Yes.
2: Sounds
0: really important.
3: It's very important.
0: Yeah. We uh, speaking of decorating for Thanksgiving. I think we we're pretty well decorated. We have leaves all over our yard, <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, yeah, that, uh, looks very looks very fallish. We do, too. And, yeah, and rain hasn't come yet. I took a bale of hay over to Tiffany's a couple of weeks ago and gave to her. <laughs> Wait,
3: it was the size of that tissue box.
2: Oh, it's one of those mini ones? Yeah. yeah. Those are neat. Bale. Yeah.
0: It was a bale. It's cute.
1: Yep.
2: Straw. It's good for rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> 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 for bedding down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And here we are in fall season and Thanksgiving time. People are beginning to think about getting together with family. And, uh, oh, yeah, Chris, well,
2: Chris is here. We knew Chris that. Chris is here. <laughs> Chris is thankful to be here. Um, for we're the so, Thanksgiving week. Yes,
1: yeah, so and oh, we're so thankful good. that you're here, Chris. We're we're just excited that God sent you our way, and you're like one you're like one of our kids now. I mean, you're just like family.
2: I'm thankful God sent you my way. <laughs> so well, we we, we appreciate be, the
0: sacrifice too that He yes. makes because it is a sacrifice to take off work early and to come over here and set up and and then to go back and edit. It's a lot of work. And then to
2: tolerate (laughs) Tiffany. Yep. (laughs) It's a pleasure.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's it's really, when you get to thinking about how God puts people together, puts lives together, we can take a pause here at Thanksgiving season. and, And we've all been through quite the year. You know, 2020 has had so many surprises for us. And but yet you can just think of You know, we stop, we pause like every year. You know, every year we stop and we think, you know, I don't know what traditions are at your house, but I know we always try to, like at Christmas time, you know, you try to, before we open Christmas gifts, we try to get the grandkids to say, you know, what they're thankful for and... And what's the meaning of Christmas to them, you know? And, and, and we it, still
0: read the Bible story, too. We always do. Sometimes we try to get them to read it or, some, yeah. or Papa has to do it. But right. we, we try not to leave that out. We always try to do that before we do anything else.
1: We do. And, and Thanksgiving time, you know, even when it's a small group, we still try to always th- be thankful. You know, what are we thankful of? And I think this year... My goodness, when we look back, some people may say, you know, they've had so many losses that, uh, you know, they they could number a lot of losses because of COVID, because of uh, the shutdowns, because of jobs that's been lost, lives that's been lost, disappointments that have happened. But yet, I think in all of it, if we would just take a pause, and I hope that the listeners, I hope that every one of you out there that you will take time to reflect on the goodness of God in spite of all the opposition that you've been up against. And we've all been up against some opposition this year. Uh, but but still, with grateful, thankful hearts, we have so much to be thankful for. And so uh, that that's really what, in opening today, that's what I wanted to, to say and to think, you know, just be thankful because in this room, we have the four of us right now, together, and uh, we've had many guests on in this last year. How many weeks are we now? Do you know what week this will be? This is f-
2: this will be forty-one, but I think we're coming up on a year. I mean,
1: yeah, I think so.
2: I can't remember; it maybe it may been the first or second week in December that we started this. Yeah. So, I mean, we're about to have our one-year anniversary. Yes,
1: and what a year! I hope yeah. you guys get me a present. Yeah, oh, yeah. Son. Yeah, you've been. Pol- f- you need some new play. Faithful. I
2: think she's only missed one or two. <laughs> I that? know.
1: I think she needs some new play doh or something. Yeah. You know, we used to
2: have play doh. That used to be the thing in the mm-hmm. beginning.
1: I know. Why did we have play doh, Tiffy? Well, Dad really needs play doh.
3: It's to keep your keep your hands busy and not not. It helps me focus.
1: Mm-hmm. Is I that why a little... I'm
0: handcuffed to this chair? That's yeah. my,
1: so right when play <laughs> didn't tied. work, yeah, Doh didn't work. Now we go to zip ties, and, and yep. so that helps be keep down the noise a little bit. So Chris isn't constantly having to try to quiet you when you come, but we are excited when you come. It's a good thing.
0: Well, the year has gone by so fast uh, when you think about almost. Uh, uh, 50 episodes or 52 episodes of at the table that's mm-hmm. that's a lot and that's a lot and i just want to say tiffany has been so faithful and i mm-hmm. appreciate her commitment to I this and she uh you know when when you say anything about her being faithful she'll say well i'm committed to it mm-hmm. and i so appreciate that because some people might want to be on once in a while but they don't want to necessarily be on all the time and and it
2: is a it is a sacrifice so mm-hmm. thank you tiffany
3: well thank mm-hmm. you i'm i'm honored to be here honestly
2: yeah, you yeah. know, you talk about it being a sacrifice, and it, it can be from time to time, you know, from week to week or or whatever. But looking back on the past year and some of the stuff we've done, and I don't regret any or doing any of this. I don't regret a single time. And just looking back mm-hmm. at some of the cool stuff we did, I mean, I I think we could all agree the episode of Boomer was one of the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh gosh, that's that was, one that
3: I missed, but w- I have listened to. That it. was
2: one of the. I oh mean, my I, gosh! I, yes. I will never forget that, I was sat next to pastor I, mean, I guess i was the next pastor but i mean we were both just like oh mm-hmm. man and it was that was deep and intense and mm-hmm. awesome i got to know boomer in an incredible way and some of the guests we've had and just being with all of you guys and just the the different level that i've come up even you know just with you with y'all it was three of you and um
3: we're all growing together yeah
2: i don't we've cried a lot. We've laughed a lot. We've done stupid things. We've had very serious conversations and and all during 2020, which has been one of the most intense years I've ever experienced in my 30-something years of living. So, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
3: I can say the same. I don't... Sometimes it's, you know, it's like, okay, I've got to go, you know, came straight from work to here. That's what we all do. Uh, and sometimes getting settled in you're like, oh, okay. But but never once have I been like, well, that was a waste of time. Never. I'm I've always, never thought that. Never, yeah. ever, well, no. Good. Because good. It, yeah. it really is an honor to be here, and, and you know, I feel like I, have, I absorb way more than I uh, contribute, but it's, it's been important for me, and maybe it's not always convenient, but what good thing is. Right. So
0: So we will reword that and call it an investment.
3: It's an investment. It is investment, an investment in, the, in the
0: kingdom of God. It's an investment into people's lives.
3: But I'm I, getting the blessing from it. Right. I, I mean, it I've, is a pretty
2: instant blessing. There's only is. been a couple times that actually I've I can't even think of a time even on some of our slower episodes it may have been just conversations here. I've always left with something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Yeah. And I think I think the thing that kind of uh, listening to y'all talk, you know, it's kind of overwhelming for me because the fact that we get to do this. Who would have ever thought mm-hmm. that at the table with Darlene, you know, there had to be a God-original idea because until it happened, I never thought about it. It wasn't a plan, you know, of life. And, and, and I agree with Chris when you talk about sacrifice. There's someone wrote a song, uh, and I, I, I maybe some of you know, but, but it was, It's No Sacrifice to Serve the Lord. It really isn't, Mm -hmm. because what a joy and what a privilege, no matter what our part is, no matter what we get to do, because all of life, there are so many things that can bring us fulfillment, but there's nothing like getting to do something that God opens up or allows you to do. That is the most rewarding thing that we as human beings get to do, Mm -hmm. and so... What an honor it's been to sit at this table. And, and like I said, pretty soon, I don't know what, what what session we're on, up in the 40s somewhere. But to, to think that we've almost been a year, what a journey it's been. And to think that we have another year ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And I believe God's going to uh, send some wonderful guests our, our way. But not only that, I believe he's going to give us God-given subjects to talk about And I think that today's no exception. I think that today, uh, we wanted to start off with just, uh, asking everybody to take those moments and reflect on the goodness and try to get off of the things that you've lost. And even in the midst of your loss, what are the good things that happened? We had a, um, memorial service for, uh, someone this past Sunday at our church and, uh, he he was only 67, 68 years old, and he and his wife had been married 47 years and been together lots of years uh, in dating and known each other for a long time. And she had prayed a prayer about a situation that she had even asked God for someone that had been missing out of her life for about four years on a regular basis. She had asked that... Uh, before the end of the year, that they would come back into their life. They were family, and it was really important. And through this death, they were there, and things were very precious. And she said, I never would have thought that it would come this way. But in that moment, she still saw the goodness Mm -hmm. of what had come out of something that hurt her heart terribly. And so I think maybe that it's it's just a time, a pause in uh, where we're at in our country, a pause where we're at in so many situations of life, that this is a time when God wants to speak to us, and He's asking us all fresh and new, how much do you trust me? Do you trust me that I am your Lord and Master? You know, in fact, Chris, I think last week, because we didn't get to uh, have a, a a normal podcast, as, you, as we call it, where we're all sitting around the table. You put up one of uh, the messages that I had ministered on.
2: Yeah, two weeks ago. And Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and basically, it was just talking about when Lazarus passed away and uh, Mary and Martha wanted uh, Jesus to come. And uh, as you read the story and and all, you find out that Jesus does come, but he comes at a much later time. He comes when it looks like it's way too late. And I think that we all need to look at our lives and situations and realize that he is never too late. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, those things that we're waiting for, that we're believing God for, but they're not here today, so many times our human side wants to get really, really all messed up. And upset because we don't have it today. But uh, through that just simple lesson, as many other lessons that God's trying to teach us, is the question is, do you trust me? Mm -hmm. Do you love me enough to trust me? Just like he asked Peter uh, before Jesus went away. You know, he asked Peter three times, Mm -hmm. do you you Mm -hmm. love me? And he was trying to get Peter to see and understand That it's okay for you to love me totally and completely means that you trust everything that I've told you to be true, that I am trustworthy. And so I think that it's a good time for all of us to pause and to think about the things that we have to be thankful for, even though maybe they're not going the way that we see them today. Maybe we don't see all the picture yet, because uh, obviously Mary and Martha didn't see all the picture when they had to go ahead and put their brother in the grave. And so I think so many times that's the way life is. And, and, uh, and so God is just wanting us in this Thanksgiving time uh, say, trust me.
0: Sure. Um, Andre Crouch wrote a song. I'm sure most of you don't know who Andre Crouch is. I actually do. A, uh, Tiffany probably well, does.
3: Of course I do. Andre wow. Crouch. Yeah.
0: But he wrote a song a long time ago, and I've used this in a lot of a lot of funerals. But uh, you know, how would we know if we had faith in God if we never had to use it? And you know, we've got we've got to have. I think the song was, "I've got uh, confidence," mm-hmm. and and we've got to have the confidence that that God's going to see us through, no mm-hmm. matter what the, uh, case no, whatever whatever the case may be, whatever the case may be. I know he's gonna work it for me, and and so uh, and then the other song, you know, I wouldn't, I would never know what faith was if I never had a problem. And through it's, it all, yeah, yeah, through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus, and I've learned to trust in God. Um, I I don't think God is behind the the testing, or I don't think God is behind the the COVID, but I do know that through it all, we can trust in God, and He will He will see us through. That doesn't mean that people aren't going to get sick that doesn't mean that there might even be some deaths but uh you know we we need to stay out of fear we need to trust in God through it all mm-hmm. and and watch and see what God can turn he can turn this mess around and i believe he's going to do that we were talking on the way over here this evening chris how the the different uh uh politicians are wanting to take different uh, measures to shut this down and to shut that down to close this and and uh, we heard this morning on the news that 300,000 people have already moved out of New York City. Wow. Uh, you know, that's, that's over that's a quarter million people just that's moving out. Uh, and, and people aren't going to stand by and sit by, you know, while, while things get locked up, shut down, and, and said you know, told you can't have church, you can't do this. Uh, but in the middle of all this, we can all be thankful this season that, that we're still standing. Mm -hmm. I love the scripture in Ephesians. It says, after the smoke settles, Ephesians chapter 6, after the smoke settles, we will still be standing. And I believe after COVID, we will still be standing.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. You know, when you look back through the word of God and you see so many instances and situations of how the enemy, he always, you know, he comes in many different ways. He comes in vast armies, you know, rising up against the kingdom of God rising up against God's people and and it looked like many many times that they were winning and when we look at our nation right now it looks like and it sounds like that uh the that evil is winning and i'm not calling any body necessarily evil any certain party but there is something at work we all know that there are uh demonic spirits we know there are heaven, you know, heavenly spirits, we know that there is a spiritual realm. And throughout the uh, history of time, ever since the beginning of the world, there has always been evil present. And evil has always tried to take over. But God has never allowed that to happen. And I believe that God's people are rising up. In new numbers like we have never experienced. And so I think that's one of the reasons that so many of us, we have this uh, excitement.
2: It's an awakening. It's like it what you were talking is. about earlier. It yes. is awakening.
1: The, it, it's like we were that sleeping giant that was asleep. So, you know, we were kind of, you know, the Word of God talks about, you know, how we uh, sleep in Zion. You know, we get at ease. Life is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, we all pretty well can get hold of what we need and what we want, and, and so it wasn't that God wasn't good; it wasn't that there wasn't evil going on, but
2: it was autopilot. Yes, mm-hmm. where a lot yes. of us and I can speak to my own my own self. I was on autopilot
1: sure. until mm-hmm. twenty
2: twenty hit, and I think a lot of us were.
1: I do yeah. too, and and, and I, I think you're so right, I, and I, I think that's what you know. As I I was throughout the night, I kept. You know, I was praying about uh, our podcast, and it's like, God, I, I don't really know exactly what you want to say, but I just know that there's such a stirring within uh, people that we talk with uh, in our church, uh, the young people. I'm so excited about about our 20 and 30 and 40-year-olds. I mean, and don't get me wrong, the others too, but it's so wonderful to see the mantle. Of God upon our young men and women and they're rising up and and what is coming out of their mouth is, you know, it is a it's an awakening. I mean, in spite of everything that's going on, they're sensing the presence of God. They're sensing that something they're not. Let me put it like this. It's not like they're focusing on the sinister, even though we know that there is evil at work. Even though we know that the enemy wants to try to bring down God's people and he wants to rule. You know, it's interesting when you look through history, there's always been uh, evil rulers that have have wanted to rise up or they have rose up Mm -hmm. and they've always wanted to put people under oppression. And you think of America and you think, my goodness, we've been such a free nation and People everywhere, they watch our country and they admire how free we are. They admire the fact that we have what they long for. That's why they want to come here. That's why they will do anything in the world to get their families to this country so that they can be free. Mm -hmm. And then we're hearing within our own country, people begin to talk about things that that. If if evil would win, it would take away those rights. It would take away the freedoms that we have. And so, all of a sudden, it's like God has nudged the church again, which we needed.
2: It's felt like a pretty serious nudging.
1: Doesn't it, though? <laughs> I mean, it's been intense. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. This has
2: been the most intense year of my life, like yeah. from a spiritual perspective and everything else. and. I think of the song, on um, the hill song, Another in the Fire. And oh, yes. that song has been really since the first of the year. The first year I remember praying, it, praying David's prayer. And I may have talked about it earlier on some podcasts, but praying that God would flush out stuff. I, I forget what the scripture is. I think it's somewhere in Psalms. Oh, yeah, where God talked about, or David talked about testing my heart. Search me, test yes. my heart, and, and show me those things. I had yeah. no idea what I was praying Back in January yeah. because this past year, I mean, I have I've felt like I've been in the fire pretty much since I prayed that and God's been showing me things and leading me through things and not only has He been standing with me through those things and not only has that, but he's also showed me that my wife has, that Jess has, that we've mm. you know, our through everything we've gone through our marriage, it's been like taken to a whole nother level, my relationship with you guys. And not only was she standing in the fire with me, but you guys were. And just understanding that spiritual mantle um, of being connected with the church, which I've been in church almost my whole life and never have I appreciated that mantle. And and not only that has it shown me that like with you and pastor, but it showed me that to be that in my family and to be that in my business and offering that same protection and standing with my family um, through the fire and through it all. As miserable as some of the stuff has been. I am so thankful and looking back on some of it and I'm still in a lot of it right now, but looking back on, I wouldn't trade for, for any of that. I wouldn't trade for the relationship I have with Jess, relationship I have with you guys, relationship with people here in the church, the, the scraping that I've had to do, the times I've been on my knees. And it's what I believe is Paul that talked about the enemy tried to bring me down, but all he did was bring me to my knees and and then I rejoice in that, and yes. I think that's what 2020 has been, and I, I do, I am very, very thankful for that. And I, I do believe that is a serious awakening, and I don't think I'm the only one that's been going through that.
1: No, I don't believe so at all, because look through our church right now. I mean, I'm just seeing the same heart, the same thing that, that is happening. So many have been pushed almost to their limits of making it. Mm-hmm. literally making it, mm-hmm. and it looked like they weren't going to. But to see some of what what is beginning to happen in the turns, mm-hmm. and like you said, it, it's that getting back to our knees. It's that push of prayer. It's that push of the Word of God coming out of our mouth and believing that He is who He says He is and that He can be trusted and that we know that. You know, because, uh, you know, you said it early in the year. It's like, I believe that we all thought that 2020, when we were looking at it uh, at the end of 19 and into early 2020, we were looking and saying that God was going to give us perfect vision or that we were going to see with perfect vision. And I kind of believe that maybe... Now that we get closer to the end, our vision is better. Oh, it's yeah. just
2: a different road it's not what we, to get there than any of us expected.
1: nothing what we thought it was. How often yeah. is it?
3: Hardly ever. God never does it exactly like we think he should Yeah, because he's God and we're not. But we talked about the other night in our meeting, um, planning for the ladies' conference, that... God does things, we ask God to do things, and we know, we only see what we think right in front of us, what needs to happen. But if we'll take a minute to step back, we'll see that there was such a big plan, such a big picture to it, that we get tunnel vision for what we think we need, what we think needs to happen. But if we, if God causes us or lets us step back, we see, oh, okay. So, yeah, we wanted 2020 vision in 2020, yeah. and boy, or, or have our eyes been opened. Yeah, they sure have. But it's not like it hasn't been quite the year of jubilation we were hoping for, you know.
0: Well, it's, it's perspective. It is. Mm-hmm. Because it's that was the message. That was the message of the year. Yes. 2020 vision. Perfect yeah. eyesight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing is, you're exactly right. It wasn't what we expected. We think
3: we know what that means. <laughs>
0: but it didn't take God by surprise. No. And, and I agree with Chris Norman that, that we are in a great time of an awakening Uh, like we have never seen in our lifetime. Now, we've had awakenings in America, but I I think I've never lived through one of those awakenings, so I'm I'm excited about what God's going to do. He can take what was intended for evil and turn it for our good. If we can stay in faith, if we can stay yes. close to God and stay in tune and live that thankful life, I promise you that God's going to turn it around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not discounting the fact that many people have lost loved ones and people have been in the hospital, and but I, I am saying through it all, God can turn it around. And this great awakening is going to bring a revival to our church, to the churches of America that are believing God. 1990, there was a film that came out, and it's no accident. It was, I'll tell you all the name of it in a minute. Let me tell you a little bit about it about these old people that were in this catatonic state. It was Robin Williams Mm -hmm. and Robert De Niro, Mm -hmm. Robin Williams and Robert De Niro. And they were in this catatonic straight uh, sleep because Mm -hmm. state, because of encephalitis and, Mm -hmm. and they, they were as good as dead, right? Mm -hmm. They were as good as dead, but uh, there was a, prescription and a drug that came along and that drug awakened them and that's why they call that the awakenings and that's what's mm-hmm. happened in the church world we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've been asleep the giant has been asleep and it's time for the church to rise up wake up take our place where we're supposed to be in 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 this mm-hmm. culture and pardon us for that wind noise i don't know what that is oh the heat maybe oh <laughs> but uh anyway uh it is a, it is a great time to be alive Mm-hmm. God's going to turn our misery into ministry, and we're going to see we're going to see hundreds of thousands of people come to Jesus Christ because of of what Satan meant for evil. God's mm-hmm. going to turn it around, and His kingdom will be exalted
3: in all of this. Yes, I think we have to ask for that because a lot of people, you know, twenty twenty has been difficult for them, and uh, you know, it's, some people just have a they're bent towards seeing a positive thing. You know, Mom is definitely a, a glass. Absolutely full. There's no half full, you're just full. Yeah. But um, just like black and white. There's yes. no there's no gray with mama. Right, right. And I love that. Um, but sometimes, you know, we can get caught up in all of the terrible things that are going on in the world, in our life, and whatever. But we might have to step back and say, Okay, God, I I need that twenty twenty vision and sometimes we have to quiet ourselves shut your own mouth mm-hmm. if you can't if you're not you know if you're not a super positive person and you you hear yourself I get on my own nerves sometimes I just want to say shut up and sometimes I have to just quiet myself and say okay God what am I supposed to be doing right now because when I start getting stressed and chaotic and uh, then I've I know that I have put myself there most likely because I haven't I haven't quieted myself. I haven't asked God to show me what needs to be seen or what needs to be done. And and this year I I can say that I I have not been in fear this year. I I haven't not for one minute. I it's all you know, of course you're concerned and you hope things go better and all of that, but I can definitely look back and see the goodness of God in our life, you know, from January to now and and I'm just I'm thankful. But I've had to learn to quiet myself mm-hmm. and just say, what what am I supposed to be learning here? What am I supposed to... Because I want to see the goodness of God. I want to mm-hmm. see... And I believe that every situation, no matter what it is, something good can come out of it and you can learn from it and grow and, and all of that. So sometimes we have to just talk to ourselves and say, let me shut up so so God can talk yeah. to me because yeah. I do want to be thankful.
0: Well, I've, I've watched you and I have to say amen to what you just said because... You used to have so much fear, mm-hmm. and, and this year, which is probably one of the worst years you've ever had to live, mm-hmm. is uh, I've, I've seen you come out strong. I've, your words coming out your mouth, uh, you know, have been in line with the word of God. You've, you've, I've just watched you grow this year, and it blesses me. Well, does I feel too. blessed, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And and you kind of in in saying that, I kind of look around and see the young men and women Ooh, around did you just us. Can you call me young? Yes, thank you. Uh,
0: were you talking about Max? <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope.
1: It was me. No, I, I'm just saying. You see a strength. You see something in, happening in the spiritual realm, which I think is so so exciting, uh, and, and and so I, I just really uh, I'm encouraged in the Lord. I just want to say a couple things before we end this podcast, and and uh, because I'd really like for you to come uh, uh come back with us on, on part two. And, uh, uh, we want to share some things, but we're living in a time, 2020 vision, 2020 year, uh, as we've all said, it didn't look like what we thought and we're not finished with 2020 yet. We still have, uh, several six weeks, weeks, six weeks left of this year. A lot can happen in six weeks, um, uh, A lot can happen when we get into 2021. And it's very possible that things can look worse on the outside than what they do now. But the question that we have to ask ourselves is, are we rooted and grounded in the Word of God that when the wind blows and the storm happens, that we still can trust God? Mm -hmm. Can we, can, has God got our hearts to the place and are we to the place that we trust that the work that Jesus Christ, his son, has done for us is we can trust him with us when the storm comes? Because, see, I believe that God loves America because we are a powerful nation around the world. We there are other countries, yes, that are sending missionaries that have done many, many great things for the kingdom of God. But there is a reason that America has been so strong. And God wants America to be strong again. And the enemy has been after the very soul. And it's interesting that that is thrown around so easily. That uh, the whole election, everything is about the soul of America. That is right, no matter what your views are, are. Uh, or which uh, political side that you are on, because it's so much deeper than just words. Uh, America's soul is very important to God. And I believe that America, we are to pray like we've never prayed before. We're to be more committed than we've ever been committed before, no matter what you see, no matter what you hear. It has to be like, uh, Chris was saying a while ago you know when you prayed that prayer that that David prayed when he said God I want you to look at my own heart because I don't even know for sure if there's wickedness inside of my heart.
2: It's a dangerous prayer. It It is. is a
1: very dangerous prayer. Because
2: when you open up the door like that and you're vulnerable like that to God. Do you really mean it? Yeah. Do you really mean it? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yes. And I believe that it's a time where we as Christians, we better mean it. Mm -hmm. And we better because he wants to cleanse us. He wants to do the work that needs to be in us because... We're very valuable to what God's got next. And so I, I pray that those of you that's been listening to this podcast this evening that that you would pray that prayer. I know it is like Chris says, it's kind of a, a dangerous prayer, but it's, a- it's
2: it's not a dangerous and a and a danger to it's a danger to what it takes you off autopilot. And not only does it take you off autopilot, you want to Mm -hmm. immediately reach down and grab the reins Mm -hmm. and grab the stick and then you automatically realize that you can't do that that you have to trust God and take your hands off of it and let him drive it Mm -hmm. and it's it's a it's a three-part system and it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I think that's what the church period I don't know about the church outside of America but the church in America right now is going through that uncomfortable period to where warriors are being built and it's there's something ahead but right now God's like building warriors and driving people to their knees and and causing that surrender and even beyond the trust it's the trust with surrender and it's it's being that vulnerable to God and it's saying let's do this Mm -hmm. you know And, and not knowing what's in the future and that's it's it's like when Peter stepped out of the boat. All the other disciples—they were all awesome guys. They all did incredible things throughout the world and even history. But Peter's the one that stepped out of the boat, and he's the one that—he's the one that, even though he, God had to save him because the, the waves and everything were, were crazy, he's the one that stepped out of the boat, and and. Nobody else did. That's true. And and I think that's what God's calling a lot of us to do right now is to step out of that boat. And the people that stay in the boat, they're they're still gonna do great things, but the real adventure and the real power and the real things is what Peter did and he is will always be known as the guy that stepped out of the boat. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, he will. Yeah. It, It it's when we say that when we really mean it from our heart, then God wants to take us on the adventure. He does want our eyesight to be improved. And uh, and may we leave 2020 with better eyesight. May we have a clearer picture yes. of what God was saying, and that that's our prayer. So, uh, in closing today, uh, Darrell, would you just pray for our audience, and just just pray that God is is moving on their hearts.
0: Chris, there's two kinds of people. There are the wet water walkers, and there's the dry boat riders. Yeah, yeah. And I would rather be a wet water. I'd rather get on the water and sink than to sit in that boat. And be the one that said, "Well,
2: I wish I would have done that. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd have got out of the boat." I think that's what God's asking. You us. know, all those guys thought that. Oh yeah. yeah, Every one of them. I would have thought it for the rest mm-hmm. of my life exactly. till the day oh, I died. Oh, don't you know it? I lied it and I get out of the boat. Exactly. Oh, don't yeah. you
1: know it? That they had to be jealous. I could have done Peter? the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what an experience! About that. Never yeah. got to experience it. Mm-hmm. And and it's the same way now. There's so many things, and people say, "Oh, I wish I could do that." But if we don't get out of the boat and just take that risk, we will never, like you said, we'll never no, get our feet wet. No,
0: and we never read about anything like that happening again. No. no, you know, so they miss that opportunity. They
1: miss the opportunity, and yeah. God help us not to miss yeah. the opportunities because there's going to be a lot of them. I believe there's going to be so many opportunities, and we're going to talk about that in in, in the next uh, program podcast that we're getting that's coming up. Okay,
0: Father, we just thank you for this time together. Thank you for the words that have been spoken today. I pray, God, that uh, we, we have been able to speak into somebody's heart and somebody's life to bring encouragement, to bring hope, to bring uh, a fresh breath of air. God, we know that your word brings encouragement and we want to work alongside your word and be encouragers. Thank you, Lord, that uh, it, even though we're in the middle of a season that we don't have all the answers to, that Jesus, you are the answer all of life's questions and I thank you God that, that uh, you've made possible yes. this uh, form of social media to be able to reach out into the lives of people and thank you for our listeners we pray for healing for our listeners we pray for the peace of God to envelop our listeners we pray God that all of those that have tuned in God will be ministered to and just say think, God take something that we've said today and and just cause it to be Uh, living bread and living water for them. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. And until the next time at the table with Darlene, I pray that the peace of God will rule and reign in your heart and invite someone to listen to the podcast. God bless you.
0: Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at DarleneSolidRock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darleneroads.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us. And at the table with Darlene.